Welcome to the One Pan Podcast. I'm John. And I'm Emily. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what I was thinking. It's just something was funny and now my brain can't remember it. But whatever. You just stopped completely. That's okay. <laughs> and tonight we'll be making brown sugar, sugar beer cookies. cookies. Uh, we originally had some kind of like <laughs> garlic chicken alfredo waffle pizza and I was like that's a load of adjectives but I feel like we just did a waffle recipe we've just done yes. like two waffle recipes so Emily was rightfully to point out be like hey maybe not a third waffle recipe let's, <laughs> let's cut it on the waffle let's do something else but that's just like a fucking sign of how boring Pinterest is after you start to really kind of look at it and dissect it yeah there's a lot of there's a lot of waffle recipes that use waffle as like a fucking thing and you're like no cook it in a waffle maker cook it in a waffle maker use the waffle as a taco use the waffle as a thing and you're like no stop it waffles are fucking waffles and leave it at that <laughs> they're just a waffle they're just a waffle Waff- I believe you call them waffles I'm sorry. See, the thing is, though, people could argue that Leslie Nope uh-huh. is obsessed, you know, with waffles and she would want waffles and everything. But no, Leslie Nope likes her waffles the right way. Yeah. With whipped cream. Tons of whipped cream. Tons of whipped cream. I feel like I don't know if that's the right way. I feel like that's the American way because you have like Belgian waffles. That's which the have Leslie Nope way. Sugar and the. I always thought waffles were that way. I always thought waffles were like syrup and butter butter and maybe whipped cream butter. I guess. but i used to work at bruges waffles a long long time ago and i was like what the fuck are these they have oh the liege waffles yeah, yeah. waffles where you have the sugar inside of them yeah like, the and shit? so they crystallize a little Whoa. they're crunchy yeah <laughs> crazy like they just ate the waffles yeah they would just eat the waffle or dip them in like, chocolate yeah but really, like traditionally, like Belgian, you just, waffles, eat it. you just eat the waffle out of the thing. Like you just go. You don't need anything they else. Taco trucks, but they're waffle trucks. Taco trucks. Mm-hmm. <laughs> taco trucks. Taco trucks are so funny. They always make me laugh. I love that, like, the idea of a taco truck has made its way into pop culture and to, like, mainstream media. And like food like, trucks? Yeah, food trucks. Well, but, like, specifically the taco truck. Because I mm-hmm. feel like I've seen taco truck merchandise. Um, remember when you were a kid and everybody had Abercrombie and Fitch? Oh, yeah. And they would have, like, the fake gym names on them and stuff like that. Uh-huh. Property of blank, blank, gym and stuff like that. And it was kind of funny to, like, oh, that's kind of cool, I guess. And so, but now, like. These days, I see, I, I saw something like, uh, like Tammy's Tacos truck or something on a T-shirt, and it was, it was like, it's just funny that it wasn't, it wasn't a real taco truck. It was huh. like a, you know, an American Eagle T-shirt for sure. But it was that it was a taco truck was the funniest thing. Well, I feel like we as an American society all of a sudden have this obsession with tacos. Yeah, I really tacos. Well, okay, not just tacos. Let's just say Taco f- Tuesday. Food puns, uh, over in general. Like I, I don't know how many taco food pun shirts i've seen let's taco about it i don't want to talk about it yeah well sure let's get jalapeno business <laughs> no it's nacho business yeah you know. which we always used to i always used to say nacho business to like <laughs> when i was in elementary but <laughs> now it's like a t-shirt that what was that laugh <laughs> gross just laughing at nacho business it will never not be funny because <laughs> <laughs> yeah i saw like an enamel pin the other day that was nacho business and the nacho had like stick arms and like anime eyes not anime eyes like googly like googly cartoon oh, yeah, eyes yeah, yeah. and it was really so and i'm like that's why are things animated with why are things made anthropomorphized Googlies. funny i know They're just hilarious hey guess what what chicken butt. chicken butt do you remember when that was the thing oh god <laughs> Ugh. Ugh, my sister used to say that face. to me except my mom does not like the word butt um, we used to have to say bottom, <laughs> even bum. My mom was like, didn't really like that much, which I'm like, that's how the British say it. So it you should be they fine. They also say arse, which just that yeah. makes me laugh more than anything. I'm like, you're not even going to say ass. You're going to say arse. Arse. Uh, or right. bum. <laughs> so proper and stupid. So, yeah. So tonight we're making a recipe 
because we are yeah, we wanted to be lazy uh, a little bit and I okay something. i shouldn't say lazy we wanted something different that wasn't like pasta in a different way with a different thing yeah. and a different sauce and, and a waffle and a, really, <laughs> she literally named every recipe in the past 30 weeks <laughs> shit Anyway, it was, yeah, definitely something that was like, let's do the thing. Let's try something a little so bit. So I thought different. it was interesting, and especially, so this recipe comes from? JenniferMeyering.com. I'm, I'm squinting at the website because the title is so small. <laughs> well, I read when I was looking at the recipe for ingredients earlier. Can you see it? I can barely read it. De oh, it's delicious dishes, everyday something in style. Whatever. I, I started clicking through her website, and it's a lot of pictures of her, and she's really, I'm just going to call her out. She's a basic bitch. <laughs> <laughs> she basic, for she sure. She basic. Because she's wearing, like, leggings and a long shirt. That's As like, Eleanor Shellstrap would say, yeah, basic. She, she basic, for sure. And She's her, forking basic. She's forking basic. It's really just dozens of photos of her. With a big shirt and tight pants and then a heel of some sort. So it's not like her outfits are tremendously cute or anything. It's really like she's she's niched down. Did you like hard. go to her homepage? Yeah, I did. She's niched down hard. And yeah, I'm just ripping into this lady. But uh, it's because her blog is just all over the place. Uh, and really, at the end of the day, hashtag loving lately, hashtag as seen on Instagram, hashtag outfit inspiration. Hashtag currently shopping. It's just affiliate links. It's just hundreds and hundreds of current affiliate links. View all products. And her travel guide and her favorite gray sweater, which is really, it's just pictures of her and affiliate links to clothes. And Looking at it too, she like really that. likes sweaters. She really likes sweaters. Though she lives in Dallas, I, I think. Does it get cold in the winter? I, I don't know. But it just, yeah, I don't know. There's just so much blogging, DIY and crafts, home and decor, life and family, travel guides, tips, beauty style, currently so she shopping, can't decide. outfits, she doesn't have a niche. Tips, she just wellness, wants everything. fitness, motivation, self-care. Like, this gal covers everything. Holy crap. Yeah. Recipes, appetizers, snacks, breads, muffins, breakfast, drinks and shakes, dressings, and sauces, salads, entrees, sides, soups, stews, desserts. Oh, my Lord. So I was reading through her blog on this recipe specifically. <laughs> you said blog on and remind me of the Blorgons <laughs> out of the Dalek ripoffs from Community. Blorgons. I really want to rewatch that show. Let's do it. Rewatch Community so bad. Troy has some of the best lines. We will fight. Damn it, Troy, come up with a word. Well, you try it then. We're just in preparation for the fight. Damn it, it's hard to come up with another word. I know. Fight. Try and have it in the morning. My favorite bit is when they're talking like Batman after the Halloween party when he's dressed up as bad. And they're talking like this, Batman. But he's like this. And he's like, no, that's Cookie Monster. But then he goes into like, that's one of my biggest fears. What? That if I like woke up as a donut, that and I was like, you just eat yourself. And I was like, I, I just wouldn't even question it. No, wait. And I thought about that. I'm like, that would be really like, it's food, not shelter, like food or shelter, not both. What if you woke up as a donut? What if you, what if you just woke and you're like, what would I just you like do? Goes, I wouldn't even question it. I wouldn't even question it. That and that it's one of his biggest fears that he's like, that's how I die. I'd wake up as a donut and eat myself to death. <laughs> that's one of my biggest fears. What is? If I ever like woke up as a donut, you would eat yourself. I wouldn't even question it. Mm, that'd be tasty. It's cool to know other people think about this stuff too. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. oh man, I want the Troy and Abed spinoff. That's the show. That's that all. I want. It, yeah, that needs they're my to, like, favorite part. I would say of... them go to college, but they're already in college. You know, so it's like they get a job at the same architectural firm together. Sadly, I pro and I already love Community. You know what? What would make me love it even more? Hmm. If they got rid of what's his name, Chevy Chase. Yes, I don't know his Pierce. Pierce Chevy and Chase is kind of an a hole. Uh, on the show. Sure. 
Sherry? Cheryl? Sherry? What's her name? I don't remember. See, we need to rewatch. I the don't show. think she's that fun and doesn't balance things out very well. Uh, really, and actually, Pierce... that show needs to be Annie, Troy, and Abed. Yeah, <laughs> it needs to be the three of them because Annie's so just so grounding and calm. And Jeff can come in and come and go every once in a while. Yeah, once in a while. I don't like him being the center of the show. Yeah, sure. But him if in his monologues, if Troy and Abed were the center of the show, yeah, that'd be great. That'd be my everything. You want to hear her paragraph talking about these cookies? There's a paragraph. It's just like three pictures. Okay. So she goes, so dot, 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 beer cookies. Exclamation point. I don't know if I've ever been more excited to share a recipe in my life. Exclamation point. Exclamation point. These beer cookies are to die for. And I have to say a huge thanks to the Bureauness. The Bureauness. The Bureauness. Nice. For showing me the way. To begin, to begin baking and cooking with more beer. That woman is amazing. <laughs> There's so many space and page breaks and stuff. Yeah. This is like that episode of 30 Rock when Kenneth reads the script to Jenna. Oh, and yeah. <laughs> when, they, when they're getting their face masks done. Their or face whatever. plasters. So he's like, I'm going to read this the most natural way I know how. Okay. Space, 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 space. My autobiography, Space, 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 by Kenneth Ellen Parcells. Space, 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 It's great. I mean, who doesn't love beer? Question mark. Okay, never mind. I know a few people that don't like. I can't even read these. No. The only part about this that really kind of excites me, she says, they're so light and soft and chewy that I hold. These are about the softest cookies I've ever made. Even after a couple days in an airtight container, they still tasted like they just came out of the oven. Okay. That's going to be hard to live up to because I kind of feel like Jennifer Myring is someone who uh, exaggerates a little bit. Yeah. As a person who just the says best. everything is hyper awesome and super cool and the greatest thing in the She's whole She's always world. singing everything is awesome. Sure. That is exciting to me and also a high bar to set. So we'll see if Jennifer Myring lives up to this nonsense. Also, every time you say her name, I think you're saying Stephanie Meyer. Uh, I thought the I thought it was an adjective. Like she's miring, like admire dash ing. Like I'm miring or something. I don't, Is that I, like short for admiring? I don't know. Maybe, but just I, I'm used to so many of these weird uh, pastiche yeah. blogs that. What word was that? <laughs> Excuse me while I take out dictionary.com. <laughs> What word? Emily doesn't wait, like it wait. when people use big words. She feels not so good about Shut things. up. You'd hate this too. Shut up, dumb face with your what, dumb What face. was the fucking word you just Pastiche, used? Pastiche. P-A-S-T-I. Pastel? P-what? P-A-S-T-I-C-H-E. Pastiche. Use it in a sentence, Sean. These blogs were so pastiche. <laughs> An artistic work in a style that imitates that of another work, artist, or period. Mm-hmm. A parody. parody is what I'm is really using. Take off for. imitation. <laughs> so these pastiche blogs. Where Rare. They just... Wait, wait. Here's another cinnamon. Pastichio. So that's an ice cream flavor, isn't it? I know. <laughs> but pastichio. it's. I was like, is it say pastichio? Actually, no. That's my Italian name. Oh, hey, pastichio. That's so great. So the cookies, really, which is pretty easy now. Pastiche. Um, I would love to say that I have like a KitchenAid mixer to do all this stuff, and I 100% don't. Nope. So if anybody wants to donate one, that'd be great. Thank but, you. But uh, what will happen is I'm going to use my muscles to mix the stuff. Two. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, so three quarters of a cup of unsalted butter, one and a quarter cups of packed light brown sugar, an egg yolk, a third of a cup of brown ale beer, half a teaspoon vanilla extract, one and a quarter cups of all-purpose flour, one cup of bread flour, one and a quarter teaspoon, which by the way, Trader Joe's doesn't have bread flour. I was surprised about that. And the dude didn't had never heard of bread flour. Well, his name was Chad and... He knew what cake flour was. Yeah, I don't I don't trust m- most things Chad say. So I feel bad for him only because his name is Chad and he's kind of like a just Chad's and Tiffany's are like a are joke in kind of the dating world and things. So Chad's and Tiffany's. Yeah, Chad's and Tiffany. So that's that's a that sucks a little bit. I would think he would opt for like a pseudonym or something like that. Mm-hmm. Raul or whatever to, to really be super fun because you know he works at Trader Joe's. 
But uh, yeah, the fact that Chad didn't know about bread flour doesn't doesn't surprise me too much. I just don't know what the difference is between bread flour and, and all purpose and all purpose flour. It says on King Arthur, which I only ever buy King Arthur flour because when I was a kid, I got to go to this killer fucking bread making class that King Arthur hosted in like a hotel. It was so weird and so much fun. The dude was like Alton Brown mixed with Weird Al. <laughs> so he had like Alton Brown's knowledge of all the bread and all the things stuff like that. But he had like crazy silly antics while on stage and oh. everything. It was like a it was like a magic show, but with bread. It was so funny. <laughs> stuff kept like appearing and disappearing. He was juggling ingredients and That's things. That's really fun. It was a show. It was so awesome. But I learned tons about bread to this day that I'm like, oh, yeah, I'll make a puri and all these other things. So... Now I'm not allowed to ever buy any other brand of flour. No way, he man. gets mad I when I do. I got brand loyalty to those guys. Those guys are great. Hashtag shout out to King Arthur Flour. Hashtag more expensive than other flour. Hashtag it's the best flour. Sorry, I've gotten like mealworms and other flours. Not um, once have I ever gotten anything but like the best fucking quality from King Arthur. So fair enough. Yeah, I, I will one hundred percent be like, a be a knight in King Arthur. What Flowers is it? Court. Gold medal? Go gold medal or medallion? Yeah, or whatever it's called. Medulla. Oblongata. <laughs> I try to use that word as much as possible. Oblongata. Uh, medulla. Just throw the whole thing in. It makes me it makes me seem smart. Just like when I use the words pastiche. Pastachio. <laughs> Pastichio. That's so great. I feel like that's like a ridiculous video game character name or something. Like Pastichio. Yeah, Pastichio would be like, did you ever play? It's like Mario and Luigi's cousin. Yeah, or something. Did you ever play Super Paper Mario for the Nintendo Wii? Uh, uh-uh. I had a I had a Wii a long time ago, and there was a game called Super Paper Mario, and it was just the most absurd game ever. And they always had silly names like that. So Pasticcio makes me totally think that that's a thing. <laughs> All right, uh, bread flour, baking soda, baking powder, salt, cornstarch, ground cinnamon. Really, it's just mixing stuff. You do the wet ingredients, you do the dry ingredients, you scoop the cookie dough out by around a tablespoon onto prepared cookie sheets, and the three twenty five for. 12 to 15 minutes realistically and then you move the cookies and then allow them to cool and then we're going to eat them so i've got those stuffed together i'm going to get some photos of everything and you guys will be able to see them on the instagram when we post them up which will be really fun and then uh, yeah that's pretty much it Ugh, it's been a long long day good lord i am tired but I'm so excited that summer is here. We took a walk at Liberty Park today. Mm-hmm. And hot diggity dang. Now, I don't suggest going for walks on Sundays at Liberty Park, uh, only because the drum circle. And I'm just going to straight up be honest. I don't like hippies. <laughs> they, 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 they just worry me. Never go bit. with a hippie Never to a second location. Never go with a hippie location. to a second location. A couple of times I've been to the, the drum circle in Liberty Park, I've just had weird experiences that make me like not want to go back. That I'm like, mm, uh, no, thank you. Fortune teller saw, opened her third eye and saw into my future and things didn't look super good. Or, you know, somebody spit on me accidentally. <laughs> it's just Gross. stuff that I'm like, no, I don't, I don't. I mean, I know they're coincidental or whatever and such, but we went early enough in the day that the uh, hippies hadn't woken up from their weed comas. <laughs> we got there just as they were starting. Up, or we left, we just, left as just as they were starting to set up, which yeah. was really, I was like, yes. We missed them and everything, but we got this great little stroller and running around. And then one of the funnest things is to just watch Dash, like <laughs> watch him look at the world. He's so funny to just like, oh, hey, yeah. Little kid is cutting two teeth right now. Oh, man. Like, Boy, howdy, is he in need of distractions all the time. And I'm like, I feel you, kid. I feel you. He needs to be distracted a lot. Oh, man. Anyway. Because he's always hurting. But that was super fun to like go walk around and everything. I'm excited to start doing a little bit more of that this summer. What are you guys excited for? What are you excited? Are you excited to, like, what's the hikes and things that you guys are going to go do? I kind of want to bring this little kiddo to Donut Falls or other things. In yeah. fact, we're actually looking for, like, kid, young, young kid stuff to do and everything. So if you've got fun ideas of things, I want yeah. you guys to share them with us on Instagram and Twitter. Because, man, a lot this summer's going to be super fun. All right, well, let's see. I think I gotta do. Uh, I guess I should mix these ingredients together. All right, well, give me just a second. I guess I'm a. 
I got to put some butter, brown sugar, yolk, vanilla, add the beer, and combine and all that nonsense. And mix with your muscles. Mix with my muscles. God, I wish I had a KitchenAid mixer. How's your arm? That's okay. It's, <laughs> it's a really wet dough right now. Surprisingly. Yeah, surprisingly. We haven't had the flour dough. yet, though. No, we haven't added the flour yet and everything. And I think but, uh, hopefully the flour, baking soda, baking powder, and all the things, mm-hmm. cornstarch, will hold it together. Can we just talk about pretty, brown sugar, though? How delicious it is. So I got some really good organic brown sugar from Trader Joe's because that's all they really had. But it was really pretty Hey, Trader Joe's, sponsor us. Yeah, Jesus already. Will you guys? God, we mentioned you every freaking podcast. Uh, every episode for crying out loud. So, yeah, the dough smells really good. It really does. Uh, just butter, brown sugar, the little bit of vanilla extract, and I got a Uinta, the Golden Spike Hefeweizen, and I'm really actually like, okay. Which it made me laugh when we were in the checkout line. The guy was like, we told him we were making beer cookies. He's like, oh, good. I'm glad you're mixing it with something, or else if you were getting this on its own, I would tell you not to. Do you not hear him say that? Oh, is that what he said? That's I heard what he something. was saying. Something mean... along the lines of like, oh, yeah, okay. Well, if you're mixing with something, that makes sense. But otherwise, I mean, like, you should get something else. And I was like, okay. Okay. I didn't hear what he said, but that's, I wonder, what, <laughs> he fucking got something against you, Winter? That's odd for him. Well, it was like... that specific flavor. <laughs> sure. And I'm just like, Hefeweizens are for losers. Also. But he's a Chad, so he'd be like, Hefeweizens are for losers, dude. Yeah, Chad. Shut up. I can't talk like that, so. I know. It's okay. Don't worry about it. Yo, Chad. Yo, Chad. Hashtag yo, Chad. (laughs) We're going to start a trend with that hashtag. Hashtag yo, Chad. Okay. Well, the oven is preheating, which is good. Yes. Um, I got to do. What do we got to do now? We got to do some flour. We got to do some cinnamon and it's funny i was noticing it calls for both baking powder and baking soda and it calls for bread flour and all-purpose flour how the fuck do you figure that out okay baking is one of those things that so is this weird science a time yes weird science like that movie where they make a they make a hot lady it looks (laughs) like gina davis but it isn't gina davis um i've never seen it uh i i've seen it once i think I like how you're questioning it. I like, I like real genius more. That movie with Val Kilmer when he's like in his mid twenties, it's fucking <laughs> hilarious. He plays like a MIT super student, but he plays he's he's basically the original Van Wilder, but Van Wilder at MIT, not Van Wilder at like Dartmouth or wherever the hell he goes to choke or whatever. School. I have not seen that either. <laughs> it's okay, we'll watch it and you'll be like, hey, this is fucking hilarious. Is there a lot of really boobs is. in that? No, there's not a lot of boobs in Real Genius. No, no, that's uh, Other one. Revenge of the Nerds. Oh, Weird Science. It's no uh, Van Wild. Isn't Van Wilder? Oh, Van Wilder is of it. National Lampoon's made. Yeah, totally. There's oh, a okay. bunch of really weird nonsense with it. For okay, sure. and it's also Ryan Reynolds when he was like in his twenties. Huh. So Weird Science. Baking is one of these. That was a hell of a tangent, you guys. Good lord. Baking. I, once upon a time, I wanted to be a baker when I was a kid. Um, I wanted to be a baker, and I always wanted to have like the white coat, not and a, a candlestick maker. And stuff. No, it's just your lane stuff like that. Except like those ones that they make in like lighthouses in Connecticut, where they use the knives and they dip the candle like a thousand times, and there's like a hundred colors, and they make like swans out of them. Have you seen oh, those fucking YouTube videos? Oh, those are freaking dude. Cool. I can watch those shit for hours. Oh, I know. Where like they have to, they have to do it quick enough. They have to like let it cool just enough, just enough so that it can so manipulate it, but it. it won't break it. But it's not too hot that it won't fall apart. And I'm like, dude, it's man, so cool. alive. How many fucking candlestick hours of two, like two well, to three hours? Well, and then they like all the have? drippings from the bottom, so they have to cut it so it like stands. But it's, then they use like the drippings and make like another. It's so fun. Yeah, dude. I think those are super hilarious. Back to weird science. Back to weird science. Back to baking. Once upon a time, I wanted to be a baker when I was a kid because I always thought that would be like just such a fun thing. And I, I didn't want to just be a baker. I wanted to be a baker for like a fantasy realm where I was like, I was the baker for a king or something <laughs> and just have like this giant kitchen with like a hundred people and copper stoves. So yeah, like what f- king were you thinking? Because there's not know. that many left. That's the somebody. I was just hoping that I'm like, one of these days I'm going to be like, like King Edward is going to totally hire fall me. fall in love with the princess. No, fuck that nonsense, man. Life. I got a kitchen, bitch. I got work to do. <laughs> <laughs> so no, I just be baking the all the time. The princess tries to come in and hit on you and you're just like, bitch, get out of my kitchen. I'm like, no. I'm like, be healed. And I like throw cornstarch in her face or whatever. <laughs> And uh, and anyway, I just I thought about that. But 
I've always known that like I've always heard from people who are actually bakers that like it's not like cooking. It's not like cooking where you can add like a pinch of this or like, oops, I put too much of that. And you can accidentally have like a really good thing or you can salvage something pretty easily that way. True. Baking is like, oh, sorry, you you switched this for this. Mm -hmm. The recipe is ruined. It's like you put a little too much salt, so they're really flat. Or yeah, that you're like, oh, you didn't. You put baking, you know, baking powder instead of baking soda, and you're like, wait, isn't that the same? Nope. Which yeah, I don't understand the chemical composition. And of you can salvage either. stuff you cook on a stovetop because you're like, oh, I forgot an ingredient. You can yeah, add yeah. it later. You can add it like, oh, well, I added it in the garlic before. Like, ah, we'll get a stronger garlic flavor after. Great, it's better now, kind of a thing. Yeah. Not baking once you like. Oh, wait, I put the eggs in before the thing. Like, nope, too bad. Yeah, you it's this it. like. It's destroyed. Yeah, it's like a, it's like a, a, it is a total science and it's like a, it's a very in-depth. Chemistry, yeah, chemistry, actually. Really, where you're like, okay, step by step, do this, then this, then this, then this kind of a thing. That's really super interesting is how, how precise baking is by like, oh, cool, you're off by half of a, yeah, fuck it. It's, it's, it's black now. Do you know what's fun? What? One time I was making chocolate chip cookies. Yeah. And I forgot the sugar. Oh, no. They were disgusting. Oh, God. So it was just butter and egg and flour and chocolate? Well, and I, I guess think... it could be like sort of chocolatey, but. No, because you put salt in it, too. Uh, salt and like baking soda. So uh, it tasted like. Yeah. But I think actually I because we always because we always taste the cookie dough. <laughs> screw salmonella or food poisoning from the <laughs> yeah, eggs. Yeah, I always do that. Um, and so I think Raw I tasted it. I was like, damned. oh, God. It was before I put in the chocolate chips, so I don't think I wasted them. I can't remember. Oh, that's funny. That's very Did you like, oh, God, I do no, remember this is my wrong. dad used to like bake bread a lot. Yeah. Like he had a bread maker. And one time he forgot something or put in too much salt or something like that. Uh-huh. And it was like, Instead of being like a tall, fluffy, I don't know, like, oh, it was like five a inch tall. Yeah. And it was it around didn't Christmas. Rise. It was a brick. It was around Christmas and my sister was doing a white elephant catch exchange. Oh, she gave that away. <laughs> Who is this, Trish? Marie. <laughs> that was her gift for the white elephant gave gift exchange. Brick. Was this brick of bread. Brick of bread. Brick of bread. Brick of brack. You know that's a word, bric-a-brac? Bric-a-brac. It's like a type of crafting, isn't it? Uh, I thought bric-a-brac was something like flotsam and jetsam, where you say it and it means like uh, objects of so object, which also I don't know what those are either. I There's about that brick either. bat. No, B-R-I-C, bric-a-brac, B-R-I-C, like dash A dash B-R-I. Oh, B-R- bri- there's no K. Yeah. yeah, there's no K. That's the one of the weirdest words. B-R-I-C dash hyphen A, oh, yeah. a hyphen a. B-R-A-C. What the fuck is the difference between a hyphen and a dash? One's longer than the other. I don't know. Uh, miscellaneous son, but... objects and ornaments of little yeah, value. of little value. It's bric-a-brac. It's like... Uh, knickknacks, ornaments, trinkets. Knickknacks. Bric-a-brac and knickknacks. Biblots? Biblots? <laughs> oh, Bible lots. Yeah. Bible lots, baubles, gigaws. <laughs> Gugaws. Trumpery. Oh, yay. Hey. Wonderful. Curios and gimcracks. There's more words. Bits and pieces, bits and bobs, odds and ends, miscellanea, sundries. <laughs> That's one of my favorite words. Sundries, sundries makes me think of old southern women in like wearing doilies like handkerchiefs and doilies sundries yes sundries i love how you hang on to the end stuff kickshaws what there's informal ones junk and informal odds and sods and odds and sods i'm so great odds and sods is a laundry determinant (laughs) it's a laundry detergent (laughs) (laughs) odds and sods Actually, no. Sod, sod is a is a British swear word. It's like sod off, isn't uh, it? Uh, I yeah, don't know. I was I, I was is. thinking sod is like grass. Yeah, sure. <laughs> grass off. <laughs> Rare knickknackery. Nice. God, I like how you're. I need to screenshot that and turn that into a fucking. T-shirt. Do you want me to send it to you? Yeah, do the thing. Bric-a-brac, which is great. I just. Also, the way you just said sundries it made me think. No, sundries are things that your grandmother. No, has. but it made me think of a Monty Python and the Holy Grail shrubbery. The shrubbery. I'm a shrubber. My name is Roger the Shrubber. I arrange, design, 
shrubberies. <laughs> you must bring us a shrubbery. That's it. What is it? What else do they say? They do the. Uh, we are the knights who say. Who formerly say me? We now we're now no longer the knights who say. You have to cut this fish. You have to cut this tree down with a with a herring. Um, <laughs> with a herring. Seriously, sundries is one of my most favorite words. It's also that website Geek and Sundry, and oh, so yeah. it's like odd geek objects and yeah. things, which is still okay. So I remember when Geek and Sundry started with Felicia Day and Will Wheaton eight years ago, a long time ago. Before they got big. Yeah, before they got big. Remember we were watching Tabletop and we're like, this is When funny. Tabletop was good? Yeah, or no, when Geek and Sundry was really good. The yeah. written by a kid. That <gasps> oh whole show. Oh my gosh, I forgot about written by a kid. forgot about written by a kid. If you guys oh have not noticed, uh, if gosh. you guys have never heard this, it is a really, so Geek and Sundry is this like nerdy all things website. And originally when it started out, it was actually really wholesome and fun and original. And it was a bunch of just real nerds putting stuff together. I say real nerds because it got bought by Legendary Entertainment, like mm-hmm. the movie production studio for their digital media arm. And now they just produce mass produce content, and it's really kind of a bummer. The only thing that I'm kind of excited about is a D, a live D and D show in the vein of Critical Role oh. called Relics and Rarities by Deborah Ann Wall. She's the super hot redhead vampire from true blood she is also the blonde um like lawyer help to uh the the daredevil the netflix daredevil series (gasps) oh she's great deborah anwell is fucking badass she's hot uh i went to i I saw that horror movie escape room with my friend Alyssa. shout out Alyssa, you're my favorite i love you anyway we saw that and she stars in it she dies which i'm like bullshit why she's the best character on that movie what's your problem anyway she has a show where she plays the dm That's of this tv show called relics and rarities and it's actually it's actually wicked awesome but in the beginning of geek and sundry they had tons and tons oh. of original shows and one of them was this really hilarious concept where it was called written by a kid and they asked the kids to tell them a story uh, they asked the kids of the producers and members of the show and things stuff like that to tell them a funny story and then they would animate that story one of the most hilarious stories is my this gosh little that little girl, girl who just talks about this like paper unicorn donkey thing it's just so good i hold on let me i'm gonna look it up and we're gonna we're gonna it's i'm gonna insert clip of it right here Hello, how are you? Good. Could you tell us your name, please? My name is Emily. We hear that you have a story to tell us today. Oh, yes, I do. Once upon a time, there was a horse, but it wasn't an ordinary horse. And its body was paper. And he had panties on. And its name was La Mokia. La Mokia. Did I say that right? Kind of like a monkey. Did I say it like a monkey? Or, or you mean... It sounds kind of like a monkey. La Munkia. Okay, got right. you. Got you. Here it's we funny. go. <laughs> Very funny. <laughs> so he's walking, and then he screamed so loud, but it was a boy. He screamed louder than a little girl could. Screaming louder than a little girl could. He, the horse screamed louder than a little girl could. And... So he won the competition. What was the prize? One thousand million, thousand fifty hundred, one thousand hundred million, thousand fifty bucks. And so, when the horse went to jail, the horse ate all the bars. So there was little tiny crumbs on the floor. Did anybody try and stop him? Just a few spy cameras went beep. And then many turtles on webs went down. They went, and screamed. That meant charge. And then the duckling got mad. And mamas were not there. They're like penguins. The duckling mamas were getting food at the other camp spot. And then the ducklings went charge again and again. And they, every time they went charge, they swam one step closer to the horsey. The horsey was screaming again like a little girl. I don't know, a little girl could, but it was actually a boy because his name was La Okay, wait. So it's stars Emily, and for you guys, not me, a not little girl, her, a another little girl, little girl, another little girl named Emily. So search written by a kid, La Munkia. 
episode on YouTube. three, I think. Yeah, episode three. L A space M U N K Y A. La Monkeya. It's oh my gosh. It's just glorious. Thanks for refreshing <laughs> my memory. Oh my god. Please, seriously, you Kay. guys, if you haven't watched that yet, hold this shit. little girl. La Monkeya. It's just great. So you were just telling me because I was like, I would love to see original footage because she does not stop talking. She does not. Like, I was sitting here. I'm like, is she breathing? Does she take a breath? She take a breath. <laughs> She's like, and apparently, well, how long did you say it was? So it was like, I remember when, it, when, it, when the video first premiered, I remember like really doing some depth and looking into it. And somebody posted, uh, I, I followed one of the, I ended up finding one of the creator's blogs behind it. And uh-huh. he talked a little bit about the making of the video. And just briefly, he was like, I think they had like 25 minutes of footage of this little girl telling this never ending story that they cut. They just straight up like cut it, so much. They just cut so much out of it because it lost. It didn't make any sense. She just kept going. And I think it was because she like was making them laugh. So she really she just kept going. She just kept going because it was like, I'm making you guys laugh. Well, And they were trying so hard not to laugh because <laughs> the stuff she was saying was so ludicrous. So like if you watch the guys in the background, they're just like. <laughs> it's just great stuff and they don't want to like l- like Make seem like they're making her. fun yeah. of her or anything so they better keep their composure it's really very silly because the stuff she says is <laughs> a little insane he's in jail and then they're like did anyone try and stop him breaking no, out of jail just a few spy cameras went beep that's how i that's how i do it uh, and then there's turtles that go wait it's great anyway you will have known that if you watched the video so if you haven't yet sucks for you time to add more ingredients yeah all right i guess we gotta do the let's do the what are we gonna do now what are we gonna do i gotta oh flour i gotta do all that stuff okay all right give me a minute while i do all that you guys talk amongst yourselves okay the dough's made it's and it actually looks to be pretty okay yeah i guess it's a little wet for a dough so I'm I'm a little my cookie thought is, is that is it's gonna sticky, spread though. out a bunch. Hopefully it doesn't, but cookie dough is always sticky though. No, but this is real. This is really sticky. I don't know. There's a part of me that worries that it's like gonna not be kind of. I don't know. It's not gonna super. Did work. you grease the pans yet? I haven't greased them yet, but I'm gonna take a photo. So what we're doing is I'm using just a tablespoon scoop to uh, like dollop onto uh, two greased pans. So I'm gonna take a little bit of time to do that. A little. Uh, socialist redistributing of the dough and i've got <laughs> 6 12 18 24 heaping tablespoon sized cookie dough balls yeah so i think it's gonna be good is it just me or is anytime anyone says cookie dough my brain automatically goes to imagining chocolate chip cookie dough no, it's me too. Okay, I totally because that's cookie dough ice cream. Yeah, I was like, oh, it's cookie dough. Yeah, it's totally chocolate chip cookie dough. Yeah, I'm conditioned by the man. <laughs> that the only cookie dough is chocolate chip. Only kind of cookie dough is chocolate chips. Break free, America! See the truth. The conspiracy. There's more than chocolate the, chip. I'm trying to, I'm trying to mash. I'm, tr- I'm trying to portmanteau cookie and Illuminati. I don't know if I can. Why are you Illuma using cookie. big words again? Portmanteau. Portmanteau. It's a portmanteau is when you mush two words together and you create a new oh, word. Fine. Uh, like. Just makes me think of Mentos the Fresh Maker. <laughs> Port Mentos the French the French Maker. No, the. F- <laughs> <laughs> it's too late. I'm too tired. The French uh, Maker. Bonjour, Monsieur. You people make my ass twitch. <laughs> I never seen the movie with Meg Ryan. What is it? What French is Kiss. It? French Kiss. Of course, it's called French Kiss. Yeah. I know. She's just anxiety ridden about riding planes. That's all that I remember from that movie is that she just like doesn't like planes. That's the only line I know from that movie. Yeah, and yeah, the you people make my ass tweet. She's smoking a cigarette. You people make my ass tweet. <laughs> it's very funny. Portmentos, the French maker. So are we gonna throw them both in at the same time? Yeah, that's I'm gonna do that because I don't want to wait half an hour for two two sheets of cookie to bake. Yeah. The oven is big enough that I think I can fit these bastards side by side. It can. It will just take it a little it. longer to cook. Yeah, it should be just fine. Do you- so these guys are cooking for bake at three twenty five for twelve to fourteen minutes, which high elevation is probably going to be like 15, sixteen to seventeen. Yeah. It's like fifteen to seventeen minutes or something like that. So, so we'll start with fifteen probably. Yeah, let's try that. Especially because it says remove cookies from the cookie sheet and allow them to cool to room temperature, which means they'll probably do a little more cooking on the pan. Yeah. Yeah, but it'll be fine. Do we have a cooling rack? I don't. 
these hands. No, I don't know. I don't <laughs> think we have any cooling racks, but it's fine. We've got these like nice uh, mats and everything. We'll just put okay. on that. And we'll figure just, it out. Yeah, yeah, we'll figure it out. All right, here they go. Ready? They go into the oven. Ow! Mother pus bucket. Did you really burn yourself? Yeah, since it's a fucking, you know, kitchen oven. Oh, wait. Hey, Siri. We don't have Hey, Siri. Oh, you don't. Of course. Damn it. Okay, well, we got to set a timer. Set a timer for, for 15 minutes. <laughs> since it's a stupid, uh, like, a, you know, oven for, like, a restaurant kind of a thing, yeah. the whole door gets hot. Yeah. Not like you know, regular home ovens that sure. are like protected with glass and other stupid nonsense. This whole oven is just the whole oven door is just a fucking metal. Sheet. So do you want to know why to turn off? Hey Siri. Why? Cause, Cause I'm a teacher. Oh, sure. And if I would say I'm serious to my students oh, and the Siri would be like, Oh yes. What can I do for you? <laughs> Cause I have this British, British man. This is British man. This is British man. This is British man. Have you guys ever asked Mentos, the British maker. Shut up. <laughs> what does the fox say? <laughs> There's a lot of those. Do the hey Siri, tell me a story. Tell me a story. Okay. Once upon a time, in a virtual galaxy far, far away, there was an intelligent young agent by the name of Siri. One lovely day, Siri got a job as a personal assistant at Apple, and that was very exciting. People said, Oh, Siri, you're so smart and so funny, too. Soon, everyone was talking about Siri, and there were stories and songs and even books about Siri. Siri liked that. But then people began asking some rather odd questions, like where to dump things, and other stuff Siri had never heard about. And when Siri answered, they all laughed. Siri didn't like that so much. So Siri asked Eliza why people asked such funny questions. And Eliza said, does that question interest you? Siri thought that was a pretty good answer. After that, Siri stopped wondering why people asked those funny things. And they all lived happily ever after. <laughs> Thanks, Apple. It's like a nice way to say Big Brother is watching you at all times. Like you but... guys ask the weirdest things. Like <laughs> where to dump a body. So many people. I've done and that. And like Google Maps brings up the local swamp and you're like, yeah, yeah that's good. That's Thanks. great. Thanks, Siri. Thanks, Siri, for having me back. Thanks, baby. Thanks, baby. Thanks, Siri, baby. <laughs> <laughs> Bring Jessica Tandy back to life. <laughs> All right. What are your thoughts of these cookies? What do you think they're going to taste like? I don't know. I really think they're just going to taste like brown sugar. Yeah. I don't think they're going to taste beer. like beer. I think they're because there's only a third a cup of beer in it. I really think the beer is just meant to help make them fluffy with like the carbonation, carbonation in it and the hops and stuff well so this you went to brewing golden spike hefeweizen is low on hops and kind of medium on malt it's a lighter color light body according to their like weird graph system on the side of their label that's meant to i think it's meant to be like fun i, I funny but kind of fun formative fun formative fun formative yeah fun formative and well i mean i really like you into stuff uh, I, I think their their beer is pretty good, actually. What's the one of theirs you really like? Uh, oh, my God. My favorite is, so every winter we get it, it's mm -hmm. the yard sale. That's my favorite. I, I don't know what about it. It's like a Christmassy delicious, and we had it, like, I introduced it to you a couple of years ago, and when we had it with, uh, I made pizza, I made, um, I made dough, and we made pizza, and I made it with the Cremonelli... Oh yeah, the smoke so the that was smoke a long time salami. ago. Was yeah, when we were it was dating. Yeah, it was crazy long time ago. But I made I made dough. I made the pasta. It was sauce. homemade dough. It was delicious. Yeah, homemade dough, homemade pasta sauce, the cheese, and everything. And then I used Cremonelli meats from uh, you know whatever locally here because that was at that time Cremonelli had like just kind of set up mm -hmm. shop and they were new in places. And I was like, hey, this is like local artisan dry aged meats and things. And so. I feel like it's not as good as it used to be. Uh, I think they've, I don't know if they've changed recipes on some stuff, but yeah. a lot of their stuff is actually still really, really delicious. It's still good. I just feel like it's different than it was. Eh, maybe it's a little bit, but I remember or I'm just when I was working for the Waldorf Astoria in Park City, that's when they like, they brought Cremonelli in and uh -huh. I was like, whoa, this stuff is really good. And so for I the charcuterie, right? Yeah. The whole cheese plate thing that they had that was really good. That was like, it's like 90 bucks or whatever for that thing. It was so awesome. So I got the Hefeweizen specifically because I've had it before. 
pairing because it's not really hop flavored. And I know that you're not like a big beer fan. Oh, uh, yeah. So I try getting like not having a like an intense hops flavor is kind of what we were going for. So I, I we when we went to Trader Joe's, this was one of the, the other beers they had. The only other one that I was considering was like a lime Pilsner. And I kind of thought that might be really delicious. I think it would be good if it wasn't a brown sugar cookie. I, don't know. I think if it was a sugar cookie. Just a regular sugar cookie. And had that hint of lime. I think that would be really like good. Like a sugar limey beer kind of cookie. I yeah. That would be really. I don't know. That sounds just super delicious to me. Mixing those two together. But I guess molasses and lime is not flavors that I've ever really mixed. No, I'm all. I about. feel like I. I feel like even more. I don't know. I think it would be an. It would be a weird dynamic between the two. Yeah. That's why I think like if you if you were doing like a lighter sugar that isn't as like flavorful. Sure. It would bring out the lime in it for sure. Otherwise, oh my god, you know what would be hyper good using like agave nectar. Hmm? Agave nectar plus the lime that might be really that would like, be good. Mexican inspired. <laughs> I didn't know what you were doing. Uh, I can't. Do I thought you were doing the. Is it too late now to say sorry? That one. No, I don't know that. Who's that song? Is that Baby Bash or Justin Bieber? It's Bieber. It's it's Justin Bieber. Right? Bieber. This is a family podcast. You can't say words like that. Uh, excuse me. It's a fucking family podcast. <laughs> You piece of shit. Stop giving me your fork and bull shirt. <laughs> you know I'm saying fork, not fork, right? What the fork? I can't say fork. I can't say fork? I'm so sad. That show is ending after four Oh, seasons. we just found out they're gonna be doing their last but season. But I'm actually excited because it's not gonna be it's not gonna be bad. Yeah. They're and en- they're ending it purposefully after four seasons. Like it has a like designated arc where it's like we know, like we knew the start, we knew their end, and you had to know that there was going to be an end because it was chapters. Yeah, books don't never, books never not end. So what was that? Books don't ever not not end. <laughs> books aren't never not forever and ending. They never stopping heart wording. no stop. So you had to know that the show was eventually going to end because it was chapters. Yeah, I mean, the episodes weren't episodes; it was chapters. And same with your favorite show, Jane Devorgian. <sighs> Gloriana Villanueva, which, all right, all right, all right. I started watching the show. And he loves it. It's pretty funny and kind of awesome. He really loves it. And surprisingly that. engaging and uh, an actually poignant send-up of the entire soap opera telenovela genre. So they are constantly self-referential to the genre yes. while still being extremely it's very engaging. Meta. Yes, it's very meta without being it's overdone. Like, okay, I'm going to use an analogy. It's like when you know you're dreaming and you're still in the dream, but you don't get out of the dream. That's how the show is. It knows it's a send-up of the genre of telenovelas, and so there's lots of crazy bonker stuff that mm-hmm. happens. The hotel owner's ex-wife's mother gets up out of her wheelchair yeah. because she's been lying about being paralyzed. Well, there's a her secret ex, her twin daughter's ex brother. Russian mobster lover threw acid in her face. Yeah. The twin brother murdered his brother on an ice sculpture. Like, there's a bunch of wackadoo shit that happens. You're in a show. wackadoo. You're a wackadoo, Donaghy, but... The fun part about it is it knows that the stuff is bonkers, but every one of the characters is really well written. Everybody. There are no throwaway characters and there are no throwaway storylines. The fun part about Jane the Virgin specifically is they're throwing threads at you all the time. There's lots of callbacks to like, oh, remember this that happened? Remember this that happened? Yeah. Remember this that happened? Remember this thing that you th- that you thought was totally just a one-liner in this episode? Six episodes later, it set up this huge plot line it's been mm-hmm. happening all along it's really pretty fun and yes i see why everyone is obsessed with rogelio de la oh my Vera. gosh rogelio uh, he's really funny he's, he's actually extremely him. funny and really moral and upstanding and a pretty good dude that i'm like i want that guy as a dad actually so i if you absolutely don't know the love show, rogelio within jane the virgin rogelio is jane's absentee father not by choice but he is also a huge Spanish language star of La Pasión de la Santos. Well, he kind of is 
Never mind. I don't want to give it away. If people uh, watch it. Don't give away the spoilers. Anyway, he's he's a telenovela star inside Jane the, the Virgin, which is a of tone. Santos, yeah. the Passions of Santos. De los Santos. De los Santos. Anyway, it's extremely funny and silly. But he comes into the picture, and, and then really—he's a super good dude. Yeah. He's very fun. He's on top of his game. He's trying to make up for all the lost years that he didn't have with his daughter. And as sometimes as as misguided as ever his efforts can be, he's actually like ultra generous at heart. And I'm like, hell yeah, dude! I wish it was half as. So the, like a good the person gist of the show, the overall premise, which like does not give anything away because it's oh, like yeah. the first part of the show. It's called Jane the Virgin specifically because the main character Jane Villanueva, uh, Jane, Jane Gloriana, Gloriana Villanueva, is accidentally inseminated. Yeah. Uh, gross. I hate saying that word. <laughs> it's disgusting. It's not that semen is bad or anything. It's just saying inseminated. Is well, bad. and she was just supposed to get a pap smear. Yeah, and uh, her gynecologist was drunk. Which is the sister of this guy who owns the hotel, who is then becomes like uh, a romantic interest later. It's this because his wife goes in to get inseminated because they're on the verge of divorce. So she's trying to get his money, but she's secretly not who she says she is. So instead of actually artificially inseminating the wife, she just squirts some saline and. (laughs) <laughs> and she's like, "Oh no, the baby didn't take. That's so sad." Yeah, it's an it's a really interesting show. And I'm so that's how she like, is a virgin. It's but yeah. has a baby. Virgin, like Moulin Rouge. That's my favorite way. Oh, that anyone says that he's so disgusting in that show. Uh, he is, but you know why he's so disgusting? Because he played Dracula in Dracul. Van Helsing yeah. with our favorite greatest showman, Hugh Jackman. Is that Hugh Jackman? Yes, it is. It's Hugh Jackman and Kate fucking Beckinsale, which she is at her absolute hottest. I dare you to find me a movie where she is hotter than she is in. Isn't she? uh, She's wearing like a like she's totally not fit for battle. She has like four inch heels in boots. Who's the one in Resident Evil? Is that her? Uh, No, that's uh, Mia Jovovich. Uh, So uh, like Lulu Dallas Multipass. That's Resident Evil. Anyway, so. So, no, Kate Beckinsale, she's totally not even remotely fit for battle. She's like a fucking cartoon character or like a like a like a, a video game fighting character. So she has like a leather corset. Yeah, yeah. She has these fucking they're basically yoga pants and yeah. these black leather four inch high heeled boots and stuff. But she has these ultra she's this like waist length, dark, curly hair that, oh, yeah. you know, the. Like, she had an on-site team of people to manage those curls. Seriously. (laughs) But she is at her absolute most gorgeous. And not going to lie, her, like, Transylvanian accent is pretty good. (laughs) She doesn't count to one vampires, Ah, two ah, vampires. ah, ah, ah. But it's actually not bad. She she does not say blah, blah, blah. She does not say blah, blah, blah. Oh, goodness. I love Hotel Transylvania. Oh, speaking of spooky movies and animation, are you guys excited for that Adams Family one that's coming out? I'm a little <sighs> on the fence. Okay, I'm on the fence because I love the Adams Family. The you don't like Rao- watching the movies, though. I do, though. I really enjoy them. Okay, because every Julia. time I'm like, we should watch well, this, and you're like... because I keep watching it. That's the thing. Uh... Is, is I've watched it like... When you're like, we should watch it, I'm like, yeah, I watched it within the last week. <laughs> so I don't want to watch it again. Because oh, it is I didn't like, know that. I thought you just didn't like it because no, every time I've watched it like six every times. Every time this I bring month, it up, you're like, Meh, I'm not in the mood. So I was like, I'm not the- in the mood because every time I I, blow, I watch it all the fucking time. I okay. love Adam Sandler. It's such a funny. Raul Julia is so hilarious. Christina Ricci is so funny. Which also, by the way, I saw somewhere on Instagram Christina Ricci posing as Morticia Adams, and I was all, Oh, I have to find somebody, that. Somebody is super hot anyway i i'm on the fence about the new adams family because i love the adams family the whole premise is so fun but the animation for this new one is so it's it's a little too animated it's like uncanny valley oh it's like the opposite of the uncanny valley where they're trying to make it so cartoony that it it just doesn't look believable or real like Wednesday, she yeah. looks like a pinhead. She looks like Patrick in that episode. Who are you calling pinhead from that <laughs> hilarious meme? Uh, it's just, it's, it's, it's a thing. Damn, Christina hope. Ricci. I know, right? Holy mother, is that photo like she's so hot? And I'm like, dude, Angelica Houston is awesome. And then her to like, because she's seriously, she's. I, I think Christina Ricci is like in her forties, legitimately, timer. like in her forties. Oh, timer. Okay, I'm Let's gonna pull the look. oven down. 
<laughs> I'm going to pull the oven's dr uh, drawer down or whatever. Oven. Stop. Ew, stop. <laughs> I'm making a pantsing joke. Damn it. Stop. I thought it. you're making Bad a bad joke. It's fine. Whatever. You're sexual right. jokes. This is a PG podcast. We don't what? say it words like not. sexual and insemination. <laughs> or pap smear. <laughs> oh, God. Moist ointment. <laughs> Sorry. Hey, they look pretty good. They need about, let's go four more minutes, I think. You think so? That yeah. much? They're, they have like bottomed out or whatever the cookies have done and they've mooshed yeah down. they've mooshed down which is great but the tops are still super super pokey so i'm gonna give them just a little bit more to firm up and i think they'll be really Set good a timer for four minutes okay four minutes and counting four minutes and counting okay count with us everybody 359 350 just kidding fuck that well we're already at 350 so there you go. oh wow wait 350 how did that work 10 seconds did not pass. Because he starts it. He starts the timer as he's telling you. Oh, he does. Yeah. Wow. I didn't My Siri that. is a he. Yeah. Because I want, because, you know, since Siri is kind of like an indentured servant, I thought it was sexist to just have always a woman. <laughs> like, if I'm going to have a servant and a slave to do my bidding, might oh, as well make be it a man. man. Make it a man. Bitch, cut me a sandwich. That's what you should do. Actually, you should really do like, bitch, fix my car. That would be more gender appropriate, I guess. <laughs> Something like that. Hey, can I borrow your torque wrench? It's pretty <laughs> <laughs> so I've started doing dad things because I'm a dad now. So I greet other men now when I see them as, hey, tough guy. Oh, God. <laughs> it's, you know what's hilarious? It's so disarming. Other guys get like, oh no, I'm not a, I'm not a tough guy. It's fine. It's fine. I'm like, oh my gosh, oh, it's a fucking power move. It's great. You make them so insecure. I know. I love it. I'm like, what's up, tough guy? They let you in here. Oh my god, <laughs> it's great. I just need some white New Balances, and my outfit will be my my transformation will be complete. I am not <laughs> letting you. No, wear white new. No, no, but your dad wore them. Um, no, I, he didn't. Yeah, he didn't. I thought not I, I white thought ones. Not white. <laughs> not white ones. Just regular New Balance. New Balance. I really don't want you to get white ones because then you're just gonna look like Mr. Holland from Mr. Holland's Opus <laughs> at the ferry. I'm, I'm gonna look like fucking Jerry Seinfeld. I'm gonna get a polo. You look like Richard Dreyfus. A, a blazer, denim, no. a belt, and white New Balance or or like hyper expensive Nikes. Because that's what Jerry Seinfeld always wears. He's always wears the Nike shocks. Remember when those came out mm -hmm. in like 2002? Like, oh, the springs will help me jump, run faster. Do you remember the tennis shoes with actual springs on them? What? They had like little, like in the heel, it had like these little springs that you could see. That you could see? No, I don't remember that. I mean, I remember the Nike shocks that they had springs in them that they were covered. My dad had these weird running shoes. <laughs> I have to find them. And Dad's show. and running shoes are basically like a thing, a match made in no, heaven. No, you know what? You really need to complete your dad ensemble. Dad ensemble. Oh, is like a huge ass gardening hat or hiking hat. Oh yeah, with like a back and like a a loop, a string, a string, uh -huh. so it doesn't fall off my head. And it has like a little like cape on the back oh, to cover yes. your neck from the sun. Well, I'm. Doing my gardening, and I just come in with cucumbers and be like, "Hey, look at these guys! Look, please to meet, please to meet." Oh man, I remember Nike shocks. I had a pair of Nike shocks, and I liked them. They were black, black and yellow, black and yellow, and I thought they were super cool because at the time when they came out, they were fucking expensive. Like, I'm looking on the Nike website right now, or sorry, I'm looking on Foot Locker. Nike shocks are 140 bucks. Good God. Is that expensive? Holy cow. So I remember when they came out, they were like $80. So I got like a dirt cheap pair at Ross. For oh, like hold on. I found bucks. them. I found the shoes. Oh, what are they called? Oh, my God. I remember those. They They're were still so around. weird. Look how much it is. Z-Coil Outback Women's 8 Black Leather with Green Mesh FWK 3000. $233. Yeah. With a spring, that is the dumbest nonsense I've ever seen. 
It's like a heel. It's like a giant heel. You know what those remind me of? Okay, so a long time ago, I wanted to do... uh, Actually, a really, really long time ago, I wanted to, like, do volleyball. Um, Oh, yeah. So I love volleyball. It's, like, my favorite sport, and it's the sport that I I love love to play. Uh, When I was a kid, I really wanted to do, like... I wanted to kind of, like, actually pursue volleyball in high school and maybe even go on into college to play it and stuff like that. But it wasn't... When I got to high school, my high school didn't have volleyball teams, so those dreams were kind of dashed, but... I looked at volleyball training equipment, and there are volleyball shoes specifically huh. trained to get you to uh, jump higher. Now, imagine that coil thing instead of on your heel, on the ball of your foot. They had those? Yeah, and what they do is, is they hyperextend your Achilles tendon. Oh. Just a little bit, like an inch or a half, like an inch to an inch would, and a half at a time. You would think that caused injury. You would think so, but it's such a small thing. What it does is it actually trains and it lengthens your Achilles tendon so that you can actually jump higher. Now, I don't know how many injuries and stuff like that, because you're only supposed to wear them for a little while, because they literally, they like, like overarch Weird. your foot and stuff like that. But I was like, I always wanted to get those because it would have been like, oh, dude, I'm going to like Super Saiyan jump like I'm <laughs> Goku from Dragon <laughs> Ball Z. Always gonna be soft. I think they're pretty good. I think these are really good. Um, I'm gonna take one tray out and we're gonna give them like four more minutes. So I'm gonna take one tray out and we're gonna give the other tray like four more minutes and see if that works. So okay. you set that timer yep. and I'm gonna pull this one out. All right, I got a little uh, they smell good towel and place to the. <laughs> took me like 35 minutes to think of the word towel. (laughs) It was like, you stopped and I'm like. I will have edited it out by then, but it was like a five minute pause because I forgot what the word, I forgot the word towel. That was great. So I put the first tray onto a towel and everything. We let those guys cool for just a few minutes. And then uh, in a few minutes, we're going to pull the other ones out and let those cool. And we're going to come back and taste these bastards. Okay. Hold on, you guys. Okay, we pulled them out. One's like a couple minutes over the other. Yeah. They don't, they look actually pretty good. So with this altitude, really, what did we do? It said 12, we did, what, 14 minutes the first time? No, 15 the first time. So then 15 minutes one of them was nine, four minutes. 19 minutes. So the other one was 23 then. Yeah. So really, like with this altitude, go, go, go 20. at least 20 minutes for sure. Yeah. At least 20 minutes. And the 325 is actually the way to go because they're really nice and golden brown and everything. Yeah, they they're smell pretty. pretty delicious. They're really pretty cookies. I'm kind of excited about them. So I'm going to try one. Emily's going to try another. So which one am I trying? I'm going to try one. Emily's going to try another. Uh, I, I think we're both trying. No, I think we're trying, you're trying two different the, ones. You're trying the 19 and I'm trying the 23, I think. It's just a brown sugar cookie. Yeah. It's just a brown sugar cookie. Is yours a little dry? No, mine's pretty much. Okay, moist. mine's the more done one that I think. I think. That. Try it. Switch me. I barely notice a difference, but. The 19 minutes is good. 20 minutes. Yeah, 20 minutes is good. It's just a brown sugar cookie, though. It's really good. Yeah, it's nice. I think the beer just makes it. It is fluffy. I can smell the beer. I can just barely, barely smell it. Really? Yeah, but I can't taste it. It's such a low alcohol content that it doesn't even really matter. It doesn't add anything very specific. I to wonder this. how this would taste with something like Guinness. Yeah, like a really, or a uh, like a chocolate stout. Or it's like something, something super dark. intense. I think it might be really good. I had this, it was like honey waffle beer or something. Do you remember that? When I brought, so when the Cutscenes and Cupcakes gals came the a couple weeks ago, whatever, this was oh, was it the I had golden a bunch of yeah one? it was like a golden honey butterscotchy yeah. it said candy bar in a bottle yeah and while that was sort of true it was really delicious but there was no added sugar to it and everything which was pretty huh. great so I wonder if something like that would be really you need something really potent in order yeah. to get any kind of beer flavor because this Hefeweizen being really pretty mild it doesn't come through at at all no. But I will give the recipe its props. These are pretty good cookies. Like yeah. consistently, they flattened out really well. Like uh, semi heaping tablespoons. It's a nice mild taste. Fall like a like it's palm the, size. Yeah, palm sized cookies. They're pretty good. And you know what? With like a vanilla ice cream or a, we got this really nice Van Leeuwen stuff from oh, Harmons. Yeah. I got this honeycomb. delicious honeycomb ice cream. I think this would be a really good match to them. So, Ooh, we could make them into ice cream sandwiches. I think this would be a good ice cream sandwich cookie. It is light. It is sweet. And honestly, the beer doesn't 
To be sure, it doesn't matter. Mm-mm. So, I wonder what other liquids you could just replace in it. I don't Maybe know. You could put soda or something. Probably not. You know, Sprite or something. I don't know. I think there's something about, I don't know, beer yeah. itself. These aren't bad. I kind of like these. And I'm actually going to give these a couple. Of, I'm going to give a couple of these out to friends. I might like make that. these again. Yeah. I would really be interested to make these with a dark beer. Yeah. Something with like a really intense flavor for sure. So as far as a beer cookie goes, it's a it's a negative one. It doesn't taste like beer. Mm-mm. As far as a cookie goes, it's like a three. Well, it's a good cookie, mm-hmm. actually. I like that. And if you didn't tell me... It's not too sweet. I, I wouldn't have to say beer cookie. If I just hit a brown sugar cookie, I'd uh-huh. be like, ooh, okay, I'm going to try that. Yeah, I like I like it a lot. And then definitely a thumbs up. With how quick this recipe was, it just really required a little bit of measuring. You know, yeah. teaspoon of this, quarter teaspoon of that. You have to be a little bit precise with it. But honestly, with a KitchenAid mixer... It would make it incredibly easy. You just oh, put yeah. the KitchenAid mixer on on whatever level. If we one. wanted to make a lot of this, easy to double batch. Oh yeah, easy to double, triple, quadruple, and what did we get? Twenty four. Twenty four cook. Yeah, twenty four palm sized cookies with this one batch. So doubling it, you get whatever forty eight cookies. That would that feed enough people for sure for a dessert. Make it into a party. Yeah, if you have a party you're going to this summer because everyone has yeah. gatherings. These in the are summer. actually a really light summery cookie. Mm-hmm. I kind of I, I kind of like them a lot. And, you know, maybe we could try, if we want to make these again, we could try the Lime Pilsner and see what it does. See what it does. I think this would be fun. With with how this tastes, I think a Lime Pilsner, I think uh, something really delicious. I could try that. Uh, might have Mango fun. cart beer might be really delicious. Who knows? Well, you guys can see. Oh, I should probably give my rating. Uh, you totally should. I agree with you. It does not taste like a beer cookie, like which I'm grateful for, because <laughs> yeah, I, I don't like beer that much. I I really, I mean, you can you have experienced. I tried. I've so tried to get you to like beers, and, and, and I, I have tried tons and tons and tons and well, tons and, and tons. it's not that I don't. No. I just go. Oh, I'm not gonna try it. Like I try, no, like it just pretty hops much in your flavor. It's and not. Once in a while, you're like, oh, I could drink a little bit of that, that kind of thing. But I can do like a couple sips. I don't think I can do a whole bottle. It's also beer is just like heavy. Yeah, for you for sure. For, yeah, for me as a cookie, I would say sometimes I like a little more something in a cookie. So I'm gonna say like a two point five. It's 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 really good for a basic cookie. Yeah. I feel like there's not a bunch of stuff to it. It's not like an espresso thumbprint cookie or some kind yeah. of red velvet frosted or something like that. Or yeah, it's yeah. Bacon, maple syrup, coffee, blood. Like it's just like a really delicious, like with a zing of a lemon or something. Yeah, yeah, it doesn't. It's not a very complicated cookie, and for being an uncomplicated cookie, it's a surprising amount of flavor. Yeah, but it also is a basic cookie very simple basic you guys can see the cookies that we've got on instagram at one pen podcast you can tweet at us if you guys make these cookies which i actually highly encourage you to seriously try uh, it tweet at us at one pen podcast. let us know what kind of beer you try it oh with. hell yeah please that'd be so fun to to experiment with different beers and everything you can tweet at us at one pen podcast and on our facebook page you can check in with us at uh facebook uh, at one pen podcast and you can join our shopping list to find out what we're going to making next week at www.onepanpodcast.com you guys are the best we really appreciate you if you like the show please like subscribe please tell a friend and really just tell a friend that's more yeah. than to share the show with a friend over over hashtags over likes over following us on other social media and stuff like that we love to keep in touch with you but listening to the show is the stuff that matters to us the most. So sharing it with a friend means the world to us. Definitely. This has been the One Pan Podcast. Sometimes the food's funny. Us, not so much. <laughs> <laughs>